Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Mark Bushby on and he's the founder of Armago as well as being a uni student. Hi Mark. Hello, hello. How Thanks are we today? Ah, oh, pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, no, very well. It's been a, uh, a bit, quite a busy day, um, but yeah, all very well. How are you doing? Yes, good mate. It's, uh, it's Tuesday, so we're, we're heading in the right direction. Um, so Mark, do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do, mate? Yeah, of course. Um, so I am in my third year at university studying geography with innovation. Um, and alongside my degree, I set up Armageddon, as you mentioned. Um, and so uh, essentially started that just before I came to university. Um, so I grew up in rural Scotland um, and trying to find people to play sport in rural Scotland is uh, no easy task. <laughs> um, and that was kind of where the, the, the idea uh, originated. Um, and when I came down to university, I can get into it bit more detail further down the line but essentially started to to go and develop around this new idea that I had um, for linking people up to play sport uh, and that's where Armago was born um, and yeah two and a half years down the line um, you know we've got fantastic team of students here got some really good mentors we've um, raised initial investment as well um, and you know we've launched the app um, and we've got about a thousand thousand students on the app at the moment um, and I suppose also got a podcast that we do alongside the app, um, had some amazing uh, Olympic athletes and all sorts uh, on there as well. Um, so yeah, plenty to keep busy. So my first question, Mark, is it sounds like you're a bit of an entrepreneur. Why did you decide to go to university? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think it, like the uh, innovation degree that I do uh, has been really, really good, actually, because I did kind of uh, look at it and go, you know, do I really want to go to university? And I was looking at all the different options. I was thinking, you know, geography, economics and all that. Um, and uh, I knew, I definitely knew I wanted to go and set up a business. Um, mm. Hence why I did so just before going to uni. Um, and I think that for me, and I, I'm, I'm glad I did, university is an environment where it's more than just kind of the degree and everything like that. And actually, because I've been uh, quite fortunate, you know, doing the innovation and actually I'm, you know, quite efficient with the geography side of things. I'm able to, you know, not spend too much time doing the degree so I can really focus um, <laughs> on the business, which is what I care about. Um, but it's interesting. I did speak um, to to Dom McGregor about it, you know, set up um, social chain. And, and, you know, he said that, you know, quite a few years ago, you know, probably wouldn't have been the advised thing. But actually, you know, the way that degrees are now with a lot of it being online and everything like that, you know, it is something that you can do. And I think, you know, particularly, as I say, having the innovation, which is, fairly built around setting up your own business uh, it means that i can kind of kill two birds with one stone in that sense that's a really interesting point actually mark because like you say university has gone online a lot of it so have you actually dealt with going to university online and running a business has it been it's been difficult but doable yeah i think uh yeah no easy challenge um but yeah as you say doable um i have to treat my degree in a quite quite a different way to the way most other students treat it um so a lot of my friends from first year that i did geography with will rarely see me in the uh, geography lecture let alone um, on the online stuff because i really do just have to prioritize what's the stuff that actually really needs to be done for me to get this degree um and i think you can get away with doing very little um which sounds quite bad but i think it's true if you're really careful with your time um, and so, and, and actually, you know, it's definitely been to my advantage having a lot of the stuff online because I'm able to tap into all the resources that I need when I want to, rather than kind of having to do all these things at um, set times. So, 
you know, the way it tends to be is I spend most of my time working on the business and then around the time of deadlines, I'm able to really go in, pick up all the information I need to write the essay, do the exam, whatever it may be. Um, and yeah, I, I absolutely think it is definitely possible. Do you think uh, geography will actually be a career you'll pursue after uni or do you think you're more likely to spend a bit more time looking at the app and um, maybe more tech uh, founder routes? I think there's probably about a 1% chance I'll pursue geography. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I went into geography kind of with different expectations, I think, to what it is now. Um, I've always been quite interested in the climate change stuff, you know, the ocean plastics. And I think that, all those interests I've still been able to explore and learn about um, and that hasn't necessarily been through my degree um, and you know I, I don't know what most people do from a geography degree I think it's quite a mix anyway um, certainly I don't think I don't know anyone else on the degree that's doing um, the sort of thing that I'm doing um, but yeah no almost certainly I'll be going more down the startups route um, you know whether it's growing an arm ago whether it's starting something else um, and you know I've got various other ambitions as well um, but I think the doing the innovation is a kind of joint degree as such. So we do innovation with, you know, all sorts of different degrees um, that is becoming more and more what the course is about as you go further through. Um, and so really being able to focus on that is, you know, what, what I absolutely love doing. So tell us a bit more about Armago. You know, how did it start? How have you developed it? And where are you guys now? Um, so, yeah, started off, as say, you know, trying to tackle that problem you know of of trying to link up people to play sport haven't had that challenge uh myself growing up in scotland um and and actually when i came down to university i thought that a lot of those challenges would go away and so i didn't necessarily know if i was going to pursue it further um when i first started i literally built probably the world's worst wix website (laughs) jumped on my bike cycled around to a few of the local clubs tapped on the doors of the managers and said this is what i'm doing are you interested um, and I think that's that is how you got to get yourself out there and get going with these sort of things. You you know you just literally got to put yourself out there and, and go for it. Um, you know, moving on from that, um, yeah, I'd say came to university, uh, started exploring the challenge here, realizing that there was quite an, an opportunity for it down here as well. Um, and actually, then I went about uh, obviously getting the app developed, and it took quite a while. You know, from going from what was initially a website to then becoming an app. And then actually finding someone who could go and, and get that developed. Um, I spent a long time going around university students, speaking with other people who would try and do similar, um, and actually ended up finding someone who I suppose came on as a uh, technical co-founder as such. Um, so we set about together um, developing Armago, um, and uh, you know, massive, massive un- unknown going into the kind of tech world like that. I'd done a couple of years of computer science at school, so knew a little bit about it uh, but you know it was ultimately quite a quite a big risk and a bit of a challenge at the time um, and so yeah we set about designing and then developing the app um, and actually interesting enough I was setting up another business at the same time which is probably the most stupid thing I've done um, I was also set up setting up a uh, bamboo postcard business um, with someone else that I was doing and so um, you know in hindsight I think it's much better to focus all your your energy into one thing uh but at the time i think i thought that i could do everything um <laughs> the world had to offer and, and so so i was trying um and so yeah you know unfortunately lockdown covid all that kind of hit in um just when we were kind of you know hoping that we might be able to see a, a clear path through on the development of the app and get it out there and get going with it 
Um, and yeah, a lot of things changed. Um, the, the team started to kind of grow at that point. A lot of people weren't doing too much other things. I'd already, you know, been speaking with quite a few other people about it. We started doing our marketing and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, lockdown was actually a really good opportunity. We set up the podcast then, brought in someone else to do the podcast. Um, we did this, what was called a, a run from home festival, we basically uh, got live music on Facebook with a couple of DJs as people were doing a 5K. Um, and it was all kind of small little things that were going on that were ultimately built around, you know, building this kind of community. Yeah. Um, fast forward um, to um, August time. And, you know, I unfortunately found out that uh, the technical co-founder that I had uh, didn't have uh, such good intentions as I initially thought. Um, mm. And that he was actually um, more interested in setting up a rival um, competitor company uh, doing the same thing. Um, which presents all sorts of challenges when you piled all your student loans uh, and any kind of cash that I had uh, into it. Um, and so, um, yeah, m massive shock. Um, and it was kind of back to square one again. Um, and so went out again, trying to find, you know, by this point, things are quite different because we had a good team of people around me who yeah. I could really start to trust on and everything. Uh, but, you know, again, went back and started messaging hundreds of different computer science students i've messaged people in stanford in oxford wow. um, i started you know speaking with more people who could advise me um and i interviewed a lot of different students and everything uh and got nowhere unfortunately <laughs> um and so then i started exploring you know people had talked about fiverr and all these sort of ones for getting apps developed so started exploring that uh, and then eventually I uh, went looking at agencies in the UK. I knew it was expensive, um, but I still didn't want to rule anything out. And I was sort of running low on options. And I, I knew I just wanted to get out there. And I, and I can remember one particular time, actually, where I was walking down the street and I called up my dad and I said, look, I'm just going to develop this bloody thing myself. I'm so, <laughs> so fed up. And I just want to get this out there. Uh, and it's frustrating, you know, but um, it's, it's all part of it. Um, so... Yeah, ended up um, stumbling across an agency uh, here in Bristol, actually, and they were quite early stage. Um, and so in many ways, they decided to take a bit of a punt on us and we decided to take a bit of a punt on them. Um, they were prepared to do it at low cost. Uh, they needed 40% of the payment up front. Um, and so that was my next challenge. Could I you know, get enough cash to be able to get that uh, under development? And, uh, you know, it was quite last minute. <laughs> Scraped together the funds, applied for you know, all sorts of grants. I spent ages applying for, for you know, anything I could, could really go for. Yeah. Um, I managed to get the cash together. Um, and, you know, fast forward to now, you know, got the app launched uh, on iOS and Android. They did a really good job of it, you know, delays and all sorts. Um, we launched the app. You know, I, I should probably explain exactly what the app does at this stage. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there was two kind of core functions to it. Firstly, in matching up students um so the, the initial concept had actually been like a tinder style model um and then what we moved towards was people being able to match up with others based on their location ability and availability and essentially they could filter by different students um and then alongside that we also started working with university clubs to offer them a kind of club management system so that they'd be able to easily manage their clubs and you know the key kind of thing there was that a lot of clubs are moving away from facebook finding they won't want to use that anymore. And so we saw a real opportunity there that if we could provide a few core features, then 
you know, that's a great chance to get these people on board and get people using it so that we could get the, um, the match inside of the app going. Um, and so, yeah, we launched the app, you know, got about a thousand students on board. Uh, we partnered with several clubs. Uh, and so, you know, this kind of fast forward into to September now, you know, we've got several clubs on board who kind of took it on on a trial basis. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot's changing at the moment. Um, I'll get into that, you know, in a bit, but um, it's, yeah, it's certainly been one hell of a ride. I mean, it sounds, uh, firstly, I, I love this. I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, it, you know, it's a, it's a problem that I don't know a solution for. So that ticks one box, but also I love your enthusiasm for it as well, being at university and doing this. And I think, I think it's really, really cool. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, so what's the process now? How are you doing? Are you hiring people? What are you looking for? And, and how's that all going? Um, so, yeah, we've got about six, seven of us on the team. Um, so four of us actually all on the innovation course. Um, you know, to begin with, everyone was doing kind of a lot of different things. I think everyone has kind of slotted themselves and found their position in, in what they're good at. So, you know, we've got Claudia who's, you know, come on incredible amount on the design side of things. You've got Megan on the marketing, who's again starting to get really, really good at that side. Ellen has been heading up the innovation side. Um, and then I've got someone else who um, basically does all the recruitment and editing for our podcast. Um, and then we've also got, you know, there's been a few other people that have kind of, kind of come in and out at different times. Um, but we've got another chap, David, who's essentially looking at um, launching Armago out into the US. And he's um, part of um, a, I'm sure I'm the name of his college now. Um, Wake Forest, that's it. Uh, and he's part of, you know, a, basically a, a similar program to the innovation here, but a kind of startup program there um, for, for launching out there. Um, so, yeah, at the moment, you know, the team is very much what's driving this. Uh, you know, no one's been paid uh, out of this yet. It's much more of a longer term project. And, you know, we're all working um, to get this off the ground. And I think that, you know, it has been tough, but we've also tried to make it really, really fun and, and, and make it a, a great kind of startup environment um, to be part of and to be part of something a, a lot bigger. Um, so, yeah, where we're at, at the moment, um, you know, we all we all work uh, remotely at different times you know so, so i can remember in lockdown i think there was a point where there was people on the zoom call from six different countries um <laughs> that was quite amazing um, yeah but you know we, we've kind of learned to, to work in both environments um and you know we've got several really good mentors i've got a mentor who spent about 10 years out in silicon valley um i've got um another we've got our angel investor as well so I think, you know, one of the most powerful things now is, is that kind of network and, you know, the other entrepreneurs and everything like that, that if we are looking to do something, it's, you know, very much, I know the sort of people that I can kind of speak to for different things. And, you know, if we're looking to get advice, you know, again, know, know the right sort of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, the platform now, um, it's, it's, yeah, I'd say it's a bit of a pivotal moment at the moment, but we're actually really honing in on the club side of the app um, at the moment. Um, we want to really get that stuff working well. Um, and we're actually slightly coming back to the drawing board and some of the stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, a lot of us still have, um, you know, a year and a half or not quite, uh, it's probably more like um, 15 months now left of mm. university. Um, and we're getting a lot of support from the innovation as well. So I think, you know, I want to use that time really well to get the business to a really good stage so that, you know, once I graduate, um, you know, hopefully that's us up and going and we can really start to grow things. Wow. 
So if somebody's listening to this, that maybe they're at university or maybe they've just left and they think, you know, I've got this business idea. I really want to start. Have you got any advice for them about actually getting started, which I think is always the toughest part? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I th- yeah, there's quite a few things. I think firstly, just going for it. Like, you know, when I started, I literally just, um, as I say, made the worst website and then started cycling around clubs. And I think that, you know, there's, there's a bit of a, a misconception that, setting up a business requires a, a lot more things um, but actually you know the, the best thing to do is literally just to take that first step and go for it um, and and you'll just you'll just learn you know just through doing it you, you will learn um, I think the other thing though that I've learned a lot from the innovation is just around making sure that um, it's not you're not just kind of going off some idea and assumption that you've got because you know, I've spent a lot of time and effort where I think we probably could have cut corners a lot quicker just because we hadn't, you know, validated things. We hadn't tested things at an early enough stage. So I think at the very early stage, yes, you can go out there and speak to people and say, what do you think of this idea? But, you know, that only goes so far because a lot of people, um, you know, don't want to offend and they'll say, yeah, I absolutely love your idea. It's really cool sort of thing. Um, but when it comes down to it, you know, are, are people going to pay for it? Are people going to actually get on board with it? And I think there's other kind of more perhaps a bit more creative ways in which you can put out there, you know, whether it's creating a mock-up of the, the actual thing saying, okay, uh, do you want to buy this? You know, we'll have it available for you in three months time and, and actually see if you can, you know, get people paying for it. So I think there's a few kind of things there that can prevent you from, you know, falling down traps of spending a lot of time and effort where you don't need to. Um, and then I think the other thing is um, people, you know, everyone always says people are the, you know, heart and soul of it. And it's, you know, it's so true. Um, and I think finding other people who share that same passion, um, I'm really careful with people that I bring on the team now, like um, whether they actually, you know, they're doing it for the right reasons. Uh, obviously had some some pretty negative experiences from that. So I learned my, my lesson the hard way on that. Um, but I think, yeah, just finding people that are, that are passionate about it and, and that you can actually work well with because, at the end of the day, um, you know, most of the success startups are, you know, done by, you know, more than one person. Um, and if you can share that load, I think um, it certainly helps a lot. And um, what has been some of the biggest positives and achievements you feel you've taken away from this process so far? Uh, there's, been, there's been a huge number of positives. And, and even if the business flopped tomorrow, um, which fingers crossed it won't, um, you know, I would be, you know, so happy with how, how things have come and, and what I've learned from it. Um, I think, yeah, just, just one, the, the sort of people that you meet, um, you know, all the, all the connections, whether it's lawyers, whether it's people in the financial world, whether it's people who are also setting up amazing businesses. Um, you know, I think that's absolutely amazing. I think also the kind of challenges that you go through, it's very unique, um, totally different to, to doing a university um, degree and it, it kind of puts into perspective writing an essay um, which most of the time I find pretty easy after having spent hours and hours trying to put together business proposals or applications for funding or whatever it may be um, I think it, you know if you find something that you can be really passionate about you'll not only work really hard on it but also learn a whole lot of things that you never thought you'd learn um, you know I've, I, I wouldn't have considered consider myself much of a reader or podcast listener or whatever it was but because I'm passionate about you know doing this it's actually led me into you know reading around it you know finding out a lot of other things you know whether it's 
the psychology behind some of the marketing things or whether it's you know how how best to communicate on the podcast or whatever it may be you know just doing these things you know finding something that you can be really passionate about leads you to to you know learn a hell of a lot more um so yeah it's, you know it's tough and all that but i you know as i say even if the whole thing was a was a complete cock up and it didn't go anywhere i'd, I'd still be absolutely delighted with um you know what i've learned and the, the sort of people that i've met and you know had the privilege of working alongside so i ask you to think a bit ahead into the future now um say you know you're going to go and do your first proper hire what kind of things would you be looking for in that hire personality wise maybe that would help you pick them over somebody else maybe Ooh. i think it's got to be they've got to have drive and they've got to have self-drive um you know, it's not necessarily about what skills and all that they've got. Um, I think, you know, a perfectly good example is the guy who's been doing the podcast. Um, you know, he he's just got, you know, unlimited drive and commitment to, to actually succeed in what he's trying to do. Um, you know, he gets con- constant rejections and no's from people for podcasts, um, but he will just keep going and going and going. And I think, you know, that is one of the big things, particularly in a smaller startup where ultimately there's going to be a lot of things that go wrong and people need to have that drive that, you know, and, and be prepared that not everything is going to go, go to plan. Um, all the people that I've got involved in the team also have kind of other things that they're doing. Um, and that is, you know, a really good sign to me because it shows that they're the sort of people that are, you know, will, will get up off the backside and go and do stuff. You know, Megan's got her own podcast. She does, she, you know, does her own kind of uh, stuff on Instagram. Uh, you know, Claudia, she's does all sorts of other design work, which really, you know, boosts her skills in that and, and also does all sorts of stuff with her music. You know, Eleanor was doing other innovation work, doing internship stuff. And, you know, Angus has now got a job doing stuff with Scotland Rugby. So, you know, I think those people that, that are able to get up there and go and do stuff that's, not just the kind of standard things that people might do uh, is a really good sign because I, I know that they'll, if they've got that kind of get up and go attitude and they're prepared to take on things themselves, it means that I can sort of give work over to them and I know that they'll go and, they'll go and do a good job with it generally. Would you uh, sort of started all this uh, knowing everything you know now? Yes, although I, I certainly would have probably uh, taken a few different paths to get to where we are now um but you know yeah absolutely um without without a doubt and you know hopefully i'll be able to say the same thing in a, in a couple of years time because i've no doubt we've got uh, many a challenge ahead of us um but you, you know absolutely i think i was um i, I think it was i was always going to go and do something like this um and you know it's been it's been amazing well, thank you so much for coming on and having a chat, Mark. I've loved hearing about Armago and, and your story so far. I think it's a brilliant idea and uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Uh, where can people find you, find your app and uh, everything you're up to? Uh, so LinkedIn, you know, generally, I don't like to call myself much for a LinkedIn, but I suppose I'm a bit of a LinkedIn um, or Instagram um, or, you know, the, the app is on the app store. So you can search it on the go uh, on Apple and Android. Um, and then, you know, you can look at our website as well, which is armago.io. And uh, what about your podcast? Podcast, that's uh, the Armago podcast. And again, that's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Brilliant. Thank you, Mark.
No worries at all. Thank you very much.